everybody. Welcome to another episode of Gamblers Anonymous, talking football. Me, Justin Treese, with Dan Kiefer. And let me tell you, we have been through the ringer this week. Uh, fantasy is just beating us up, gotten us high, gotten us low. We don't know what's going on. We just sat here and watched two NFL games just praying for random-ass scores. We're hoping for Miles Sanders' deep run. We're waiting. We are, we are still We are still waiting. We're still waiting for that. Need six, Miles. Need six. Six more. Dan was dead in the water, and then all of a sudden, Cooper Cup and Sony Michelle and Miles Sanders gave him life, and then that game ended. Now we're still waiting, but we decided let's just let's just get on the mics, right? So if you hear uh, if you hear like a loud high pitched scream, uh, Miles Sanders did something good. As I'm uh, down by nine here on life support, but Philly has the ball, so I mean they're driving. They're at the Washington 26. So 20. Anyway, yeah. So we're here. What a weird week. Uh, I actually, it looks like if everything holds, we're waiting on the result of UTSA still. But uh, I might gain a game on you. So uh, bowl season, maybe a little tip in the odds here. I won the big head to head Colt New England matchup that everybody was following. Uh, so that felt good. And uh, yeah, man, it's good. Uh, we're now entering, this is the last appetizer week of bowl season. And then next week's show, we'll have all the New Year's Six Bulls on, the college football playoff, the real meat and potatoes of bowl season. But uh, I tell you, man, the appetizers have been great. Great game so far. They've been average at best for me. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's actually really been good. I just said that just because I, I struggled so far. But actually, college, I'm doing pretty damn well. As long as this over hits, I, I went four and one. Thanks, BYU. You're dead to me um, to make it so I didn't get the clean clean sweep there. But, yeah, I struggled in NFL this week. Um, I did with you and these bets. I did with Austin in the normal talking football episode. Like it, it, it was just a struggle in NFL. I, I really did miss on a lot of things. But I'm super excited. Like you said, week two of bowl season. Here we go. Let's get after it. And we're going to just start off with another game that we totally disagree on. We're going to talk about a Christmas Day game. Georgia State, Ball State going at it. You have the under 55 and a half, and I have the over 55 and a half. Um, One, it's Christmas Day. How can you bet the under? I know. Uh, I felt terrible about it. (laughs) I felt truly terrible about it. (laughs) And then two, like Georgia State's been putting up some points lately, man. Like I, Oh, they have. I'm. Like, I think that that team's going to put up over 30 themselves. And then I think Ball State's just going to be playing backup or, you know, chase down mode. And I'm going to backdoor my way into 50, the over 55 here. Or 50 you see, and that's, back. and just, that's why I didn't, that's why I took the under is you feel like you have to backdoor your way into the over. Uh, so I think Georgia State is going to run the ball all over Ball State. I really do. But at the same time, when you're running the ball, that kills the clock. So I think that 17th ranked rushing offense for Georgia State is going to, you know, just run the ball all day. And I think the game's going to get shortened because of that. And Ball State, like you said, I don't think they're very good at all. Uh, so I don't trust that offense. I think the defense has kind of kept them around in games. And ultimately, this is just going to be a race against the clock in a, uh, in a game that's, you know, going to go under 50. Yeah, can't wait to be texting you Christmas Day about this game. So it's but uh, I mean odds odds are the way the bowl games have gone so far this season, you're probably on the right side of history here because I felt like the over is hit in every single game. 
it feels like it. Um, obviously, I didn't, we didn't pay attention to all of them. Like after we didn't bet on them, we kind of I didn't pay attention to the overs. But like it really does feel like most of them probably hit that because there have been some high scoring bowl games. So all right, so there's that one, and now we're going to do the same game again, but this time we're betting the same. Western Michigan minus seven versus Nevada. I'll let you. I'll let you speak first on this one since I did last one. Yeah, so uh, I think this one just starts with Carson Strong. Uh, Carson Strong is not going to play in this game. So uh, Western Michigan has a pretty darn good quarterback by the name of Caleb Ellaby. I think he's going to ball out. Uh, that and this is basically a home game for Western Michigan. This game is getting played in Detroit. So I think those two like are really huge uh, for me. And Western Michigan just seems to show up really well in bowl games. Uh, so I really like, I just like Western Michigan here. This is going to be your classic. I think this is a Monday afternoon game. So uh, when you're finally done cleaning up your kids' toys for the 13th time, sit down, watch a bowl game, and uh, watch Western Michigan run. I don't know if they're still row the boat, but uh, maybe they're the Pony Express now or one of 10 other Bronco Western Michigan sayings. Yeah, whatever they are. But, yes, um, sit same thing for me the big thing was charlie charlie strong not playing for nevada immediately wanting to go with western michigan um lrb you also mentioned lb you already mentioned and he's he's a stud i actually really do like his game for the college game um and then i love the fact that it is a 9 a.m monday kickoff for me um for mountain what for mountain time you know you guys it's 10 so you guys at least have drank your coffee by that point i'm still i'm still just brewing mine so um all for that and and this game so again both of us taking minus seven for nevada here um next game i'm going to take an over and i'm going to take the over on mississippi state texas tech right now it is set to 59 and a half which does seem high, but Texas Tech, we know that they can put up points. They, you know that they're, they're going to be excited. New, new coach coming in. Um, they did miss out on the transfer from Ohio State, which is you know upsetting to them. Texas can just pay more money, apparently. They can pay kids $4 million to come play for them at this point. Um, but then also Mississippi State, they put up points. Um, I am a little worried because Mississippi State's defense is – you know, can show up at times. So I'm a little nervous about that, but I do think the air raid kind of attack that Texas tech does run um, will be able to put up some points. So I think that we're going to see over 60 points in Mississippi state, Texas tech. Yeah. And uh, I think a big thing of that game is the only player that opted out of that game is Charles cross tackle uh, for Mississippi state. So that's always nice to see, you know, two full squads. Uh, I'm doing an over myself. I'm going the over for air force and Louisville set at 55 and a half. And I think this is going to be an offensive juggernaut. Uh, I think from the Louisville side, we're going to get to see our guy, uh, Oh, crap. Uh, Malik Cunningham, who's, you know, kind of doing his best Lamar Jackson light impersonation. And on the Air Force side, they're the number one team in the nation rushing. And they don't, and they rush it, and they're still a top 50 offense in terms of scoring. So when they do it, they do it efficiently. They're not just grinding out games for the sake of grinding them out, like, you know, you see from Army and Navy. Air Force is out there trying to score points. So I think between these two, it's going to be a little thunder and lightning. And overall, I just really like the over in this game. Could be an extremely fun one. 
Yeah, I love this as well. I actually tried to get this and I saw you did it and I didn't want to just do another game that was the same here, but I'm I'm 2 and 0 again or with Air Force this year since we've been doing this podcast. So, um, starting to really really enjoy betting for Air Force. So, I'm all for this one. Uh, I'll take another over and that is over 55 and a half with Florida and UCF. Uh, Florida showdown with these two squads. You'd love to see that. You know both teams are going to be wanting to put up points. I mean, Honestly, I don't even know who's playing quarterback for Florida at this point, right? Emory Jones is uh, entering. It, it is Emory Jones because Richardson is, is out. Richardson's out, but isn't Jones entering the transfer portal? Is he, is he even playing? I don't think so. Um, God dang it, where'd I have? I had all these, game, I had all these games pulled up on my uh, tracker because I was not going to get burned by a guy sitting out again. Just wasn't going to do it. Um, Florida UCF, Anthony Richardson's out. It says nothing on here about Emory Jones transferring. Okay. I thought I saw that from actually from it's uh, um, Anthony Richardson, Zachary. I knew Carter, Anthony Richardson was out. Jacob yep. Copeland is transferring. Uh, Mo Dibate is transferring. Chris Bogle is transferring. And Lloyd Summerall. And then uh, on the UCF side, obviously, Dylan Gabriel. Uh, won't be obviously, playing. yep, obviously on that one, but that's all right because Keen's been playing very well, and so um, and they have Richardson a good little back there. So honestly, I'm I'm good with it either way. I didn't really, I didn't even care about who was playing quarterback for the Gators because I didn't think it mattered. I think that these teams get into a shootout. I don't think either defense is very good. So that I was more I was more focused on these defenses are bad, and we have an over under under fifty six. Like give me that all day. So. Uh, UCS, UCF in Florida over 55 and a half. Yeah. Heck yeah. I'm right there with you, man. Uh, my next game, I'm going to take a dog here and this is going to be a trend you'll see throughout the rest of the podcast is a big, big week for the dogs coming up folks is I'm taking UCLA as a one point dog against NC state. Yeah. That's basically a pick them. Uh, nobody's sitting out for UCLA. So they're going to have DTR. They're going to have Zach Charbonnet. And this is going to be Charbonnet's last chance to really grab the attention of scouts because I think he will declare for the NFL draft. So this is his last chance to really go out there and uh, say, hey, it's me. And UCLA, we kind of forgot about them, but this is a team on a three-game win streak. Uh, The line has not moved since the Open, which is already always interesting to follow. That and uh, NC State – is 7-0 at home, but they have a losing record on the roads. For, for this game, having to travel all the way to uh, across the country to San Diego, kind of a home game for UCLA, being in the state of California, I do worry about NC State in the uh, travel time as well. So a lot of narratives going towards UCLA side. I like that. I'm, I'm, actually, here's a good question. Are you a pro conference during bowl season, or are you against conference like of your favorite team do you want your conference to have a winning record or you're like no i want to see my rivals lose okay so i it depends so like michigan like i'm big 10 guy and uh i want utah to beat ohio state and i'll tell you if i think they will or not next week uh when it comes to like michigan georgia i i kind of take it or leave it after that to be honest with you you know, I know there's some teams that I really hate. Like, my rivals, I want them to lose to hell with them. But, like, there's a lot of teams I'm neutral with in the division, and they can win. That's fine. So, okay. I, that probably doesn't answer your question at all. Uh, a little bit. So, it's all good. So, um, okay. So, 
honestly, I don't even know why I was asking that question to be, to be honest. I'm not really sure. Like, Oh, Oh, it's because you took UCLA. And I was going to say like, I'm all for PAC 12 doing well in, in bowl season. So um, yeah. All right. Moving on this one, I'm going to take a dog as well. And that is Houston we. plus two. Uh, we, I'm sorry. We. I didn't even realize you both, you took yeah. that as well. I look apologize. You were, look at us. That, that <laughs> shows that I wasn't even paying attention to your picks. Um, so I, know, you get, I do say I get so zoned in that I'm like, all right, I got to have this game, this game, this game. And, and then I'm like, Max. Oh, like, he shit. has it. And I like have to like rearrange it. So they're lined up. So um, Houston, plus two and a half against Auburn. This game is in Alabama though, right? So um, that is a little worrisome. Um, but overall, I just think Houston's just the better team. Like, yeah, they just and, are. And you know, I think um, Auburn not having Bo Nix is huge and they're going to be missing it eight other players. Uh, so they're missing nine total players on the Auburn side, which I think is quite a bit for an Auburn team that was very up and down this season. And on the Houston side, Dana's got these guys playing hard and, you know, they're playing some good football right now. So I could also see this as a game where, you know, we talked about the beginning of bowl season, some teams do show up and they just don't give a shit. So Auburn, they're not going to California. They're not going to Texas. They're not going to Florida to play a bowl game. You know, they're going, they're going to be in Bama Houston on the other side. This is a big deal to them. You're playing an sec school, you know, as an eight, as an AAC school, you could, that puts you on the map. That's bragging rights. We took down an SEC school. So I think it just, you know, Hey, it means more SEC. Uh, so I like, I think Houston's really just going to be trying, you know, trying more is a bad way to put it, but I think they're definitely going to be playing harder than our Auburn is in this game. They're going to care more. Absolutely. And I think there's this disrespect Houston thinks as well. Like, being ranked not in the top, I mean, they're 20, but not in the teens or anything with only two losses. Like, you name another team. I mean, there isn't another team, right? Like, it feels like. I mean, I guess there's right. San Diego State, Louisiana, but, like, I mean, San Diego State beat Utah. That was the only thing. But, um, you know, like, they're surrounded by three lost teams. I think that they think they deserve to be in that in that top probably 15. I think they're – in my eyes, they're probably like, – we could beat BYU, like – I'm just trying to like go through the rankings of like what's another team that's not like a big right. and I think they could like I, mean, probably, personally, I do think they could beat BYU too. So me too, me too. So I think there's that disrespect that they feel like just from the rankings as well. And then obviously all the points that you brought up of trying to beat an SEC school. So okay, cool. So we both love that as well. So underdogs right there. So that does it for our top five betting games. Fun times. We have two of the same, then we have one that's different in the same game. So I mean, in one week, we have three games that truly do uh, do matter for us for some bragging rights a little bit. So moving on into the NFL game where I just got destroyed last week. Again, it just, it just kicked my ass. It was not enjoyable. You were but- a game. Now, now, I think we need to clarify that, you know, you saying that you got your ass kicked is you for the first time this year finishing a game under 500 picking NFL games. So, like, you know, it's not like you went one and four, you know, you were a game under 500, but I know what you mean. Cause like, even yeah. when I'm at 500, I just feel like I let everybody down. So yeah, uh, exactly. But to clarify, you were a game under 500. So cut yourself was, a little slack. That, that's fair. That is fair. But yes, exactly. I'm like, Hey, I, I want to be above five, 50%, you know, be winning money. So, um, all right, I'll kick us off. I'm going to go with the chargers. I told myself to stay away from the chargers for the rest of the season. I took one week off everybody one week. Um, and now I'm back on the, I'm back on it. Um, I think that they're going to be pissed over that loss on Thursday night, which 
honestly was one of the funnest games of the year um, so far. Like I literally just enjoyed every second of watching that game. Um, I know you and I were texting back and forth during it. Um, but anyways, they're nine minus nine against Houston. Houston is not a good team. I know they beat Jacksonville last week and that's just because Jacksonville sucks. Houston or chargers are going to be coming off of a lot of the protocol, uh, COVID guys. So I think they're going to be getting a lot of guys back. They are going to be missing Joey Bosa who is already out for the game, but I think they're going to get other guys back. Um, and I think they're going to be growing. Um, Let's just fingers crossed that Eckler does continue to stay off of that list. It is very, very important for me in fantasy <laughs> for him to stay off of that with Kelsey and Hill being on that list right now. I'm already, I'm already, are you, you know, grasping um, the straws. how many teams do you still have alive fantasy wise? So um, I only have, I'm only in two leagues. Cause I, I hate being in too many. Cause then it's okay. always like I'm facing somebody that I have. Yep. And it's just like, so I have a dynasty league and then I have a two man keeper league. So two leagues, I lost my dynasty playoffs this week and then I'm still in it in my two man keeper league. Okay. Well, as you know, in, uh, in two dynasty leagues in heartbreaking fashion, I've came up uh, on the losing side, um, ran into a really, really bad weekend, but uh, I have one team alive and uh Actually, this upcoming week, I'm going to play our good uh, friend of the podcast here. I play Barnes. So uh, everybody make sure you tweet at him and tell him that I'm going to kick his ass. Uh, And, you know, I'm right there with you. Uh, I I, I hope Eckler plays. Uh, I think the Chargers should roll Houston. Uh, And there's, you know, this should kind of be almost like a preseason game for them, like a tune-up before they make that playoff push uh, to get one of the high wild cards behind Kansas City. So, uh, yeah, like that pick. I am going to ride the Colts again. Because I just, you know what, I'm not going to stop going to the well until the well runs dry. And the Colts have been some co- uh, just a cover machine for me lately. They're clicking on all cylinders. Arizona got ran over by Detroit last week. And I get the public opinion of, oh, well, they got beat by Detroit. You must be dog shit. Put money on the Colts. But I truly think that that could have been a look ahead game last week. Yeah. But the body language from the Cardinals just seemed like they did not, they were just pissy and did not want to be there at all so this is going to be an interesting game it's in arizona uh the cardinals are bad at home uh or i guess worse at home uh so i like the culture to go down there and just continue to as they've done against everybody else establish the run and at point and a half that's basically you know a field goal victory so i like the Colts here because they're i mean Colts are really making a push yeah so uh Total transparency here. I saw that you picked this game because I was looking because I was going to take this and then I saw you took it. So I actually wanted to stay away from it just to get us more variety there. So if there's there's one thing people learn from listening to this podcast, it really matters to be the first person to the sheet. It very much does. (laughs) It really does. You get all the good games right away. You do. Um, So, all right, next one. Uh, I'm going to take the over in the Kansas City Pittsburgh Steelers game. It's at 44 right now. Do I understand half of the Kansas City team is on COVID list? Yes. But this number is low because of that right now. You take this bet now in hopes that Kelsey and Hill get off of that list before Sunday. Again, with the new protocols, it's very easy for players to get off of that, honestly. Um, The moment they play, I guarantee you, if if these two get active, by Sunday morning, this game is probably up to 48 and a half, 49, 50, somewhere in that area. So you take the number now, understanding it is it is a true gamble in the fact that like it has it doesn't have much to do with skill. It has to do with who, who's off the list or not. So I totally understand that. But 
Like it's something I would take. I put money on, even if one of the two is back, I, I feel confident about it. This Steelers defense is not good. Like they are like, everybody just assumes cause it's the Steelers. Like yep. their name their, value, their defense is good. Yeah. They're really not good this year. I mean, I, I think everybody saw the stats on what two Thursdays ago when they were playing Minnesota, like all those like records, oh like God. how bad they've been like, they're bad. Like, so yeah, give me, give me the over on 44 um, for this Steelers chiefs game. Yeah. And I think when you're listening, uh, you know, this podcast drops here uh, Wednesday morning, that is the opportune time to bet this game. Cause I even think it's going to drop from the 44 it's at right now uh, by tomorrow morning. So I think you might be able to get this at like 42, 41. And then that's just, you have to smash it. You know, an NFL game, we say anytime you get close to 40, you got to smash. It doesn't matter who's playing, uh, you know, next man up mentality uh, and be a really good DFS play for like Edwards Lair and Damian Williams. But uh, I'm going to go take another dog. I have one, two, three, four, five dogs this week. Half of my games are dogs. And the next one is, Okay, everybody, I need you to do a, a little silent, silent prayer for me. I am taking the Jacksonville Jaguars as a two-point dog against the New York Jets, and here's why. James Robinson's going to run for 200 yards on Sunday, and that is my entire theory. That's it. The Jets can – Duke Johnson just looked like freaking LaDainian Tomlinson last weekend against the Jets, okay? There is no way that if you have James Robinson in fantasy, congratulations, you're going to win. It's going to be 150 yards, two touchdowns, and that's going to be it. The Jets can't fight their way out of a wet paper bag right now. Uh, There's just a bad – this is two bad football teams, but luckily the one thing the Jaguars can do is run the ball, and the Jets cannot stop that. So give me the Jaguars uh, team that is currently, as we talked pre-podcast, undefeated against the AFC East, uh, looking to continue their dominance. And this win will knock them out of the number one pick. Like that's where we're at, but Hey, it is what it is. Um, yes, they are. They, they do own the AFC East. We do understand that at this point. Um, Brian Schottenheimer is actually going to be the OC now. So that's going to change up the play calling for the Jags. So that's going to be interesting, but I actually think that's good for James Robinson because I think that the, the way that, I mean, look at what Chris Carson did last year, right? Like he had way more catches. I, I think that it's going to be just good for good for him. But I, I'm very interested to see this offense. I, I was telling you before the podcast that their offense actually looked better last week. They just shot themselves in the foot with stupid, you know, stupid mistakes and penalties. Um, it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. So um, I would not make, make this bet, but that is strictly because – I've seen how bad this Jaguars team times. can be. It, it's been hurt. Yeah, I've been hurt. So that's more of what I have Hey, to hey, with, if so. the Lions can beat the Cardinals, the Jaguars can beat the Jets. They can beat the goddamn Jets. So absolutely. Uh, all right. I'm going to take an under here. Uh, I'm going to take the under 43 and a half with the Buffalo Bills at the New, uh, New England Patriots. I mean – it's simple. Like I, I'm not even going to put last time they played a couple weeks ago into account because that rain and everything was just a shit, shit show. But Patriots are going to be pissed the way their defense played. They're going to do whatever they have to do to shut them out. I think the Bills defense is very good. I think they're going to slow the Patriots offense down. And I just don't see a lot of points in here. Um, You just said this and I agree with it. Usually when it's a low number, we try to go over, but like this one, I'm, 
I will be shocked if there's like 38 points in this game. I think this is a very, very low scoring game. Yeah, it very well could be, especially being in New England. Uh, you know, we're getting here late part of December, really starts to cool down. Uh, I'm actually sticking with that game, so I'm not going to piggyback you too much there. And I'm taking the Bills as a two-and-a-half-point dog because I think they are incredibly pissed off about that blizzard game or the tornado game, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Buffalo still has something to play for. If Buffalo wins this game, they can get back and get that division from New England. Uh, so that's huge. And uh, people don't talk enough about this, but Buffalo is finally committed to a running back. We've been waiting for it for two years. They finally picked Devin Singletary. He's going to be the guy. Uh, he had over 20 carries last week, and I think that's huge. So Josh Allen isn't playing quarter fullback every play, uh, trying to do everything by himself. So keep him fresh throughout the game. And yeah, like you said, I think the Buffalo defense is great. And once again, this is a field goal spread. So uh, I like the Bills to get this one because if you told me before the year, what you asked me what the Bills Patriots record is going to be, I would have told you they're going to split. Well, New England won the first one. I think Buffalo is going to get this one. A split seems right for these two teams. Uh, I got Buffalo getting the W here. Yeah. And to piggyback up what you were saying about how, how important this game is, uh, last week they, they showed a video of Doug McDermott after their game last week and was like, you know who we play next. I don't have to oh, say yeah. anything more or something like that. Like something oh, like the, these two teams zoning. hate each other. Yeah, hate each hate other. each other. Yeah, like they're they're zoned in. They were zoned in the moment that last week's game hit. Like it was just mm-hmm. like for them, it was just like okay, kick the shit out of the Panthers. Zone in. Yep. It's as soon as the week. clock hit Let's zero, go. yeah, we're on. To it was just like. By the way, your playbooks are on the bus. Like, yep. prep up. Let's let's fucking go. So uh, I actually, that's I actually that should like be that. a great game. Uh, it really yeah. should. 11 o'clock game. So morning game kind of wish that was one of the afternoon games, but yeah, all for it. So, all right, moving on. Uh, I'm taking the over in a game and I'm taking the over in the Detroit lions, Atlanta Falcons game. It's at 42 and a half. These defenses are not very good. I think that they're going to be able to one lions are just getting things rolling. All of a sudden they're, they're able to put up points. Plus they get Deandre Swift back probably this week. Yes, please. And then you have the, Falcons, I think they're going to be like, oh, shit, look how bad our offense looked last week. Oh, we didn't give Cordell or Patterson the ball? Oh, okay, maybe we should do that. The dude's going to have like 150 total yards and two touchdowns this weekend. Like, just book it. So you're trying to make me sad. Shit, do you play Patterson this week? No, I played him last week and he shit the bed. That's why I don't have a team in the playoffs anymore. Uh, I tell you what, um, (laughs) the only thing that worries me about this is Jared Goff. Uh, Jared Goff added to the COVID list Sunday. Um, I do worry about that. Um, If Goff plays, hell yeah, man, I'm right there with you. If he doesn't, I think I got to stay away from this because I just, even with, you know, so I, I, I like it. I think it could be exciting game. Like you said, Detroit, Hey, the motor city is firing on all cylinders right now. And everyone in that locker room would die for Dan Campbell. I have no doubts about that. Uh, They love that man. So you really got to tip your hat to the job he's done there in his first year as head coach. But uh, yeah, so this one would scare me. Uh, I would just kind of watch golf throughout the week. And the second he becomes active before the lines can adjust. Yeah. Smash this bet in Uh, next one. I'm going the over in Cincinnati, Baltimore at 44 and a half. These are two teams that are also rolling. I don't care if it's Lamar. I don't care. I actually kind of hope it's Huntley again because he just hyper targets Mark Andrews like you should. 
Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, two offenses that are really rolling. Obviously, Cincinnati, you got to watch the Joe Mixon injury. He has an ankle sprain, so I think he'll be out this week. Would probably be the safe bet, but Samaji P. Ryan has looked really well uh, other times this year when he stepped in for him. Obviously, you have Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and company at any time can you know bust a long one. So I think the over at 44 and a half here is pretty low uh, for this game that's supposed to have good weather. So uh, being in Cincinnati. Do you think somebody tries to trade? Let's just assume Huntley plays again and has another good game. And then Lamar comes in the rest of the year. Huntley's on the bench. So you don't get to see really true, like any true flaws from Huntley. Do you think somebody tries to trade for Huntley this offseason? No. Me either. No. It's just, it's a big thing I, on Twitter right now. That's why I'm asking. Oh, no. I, I, like, I understand the thought process, but I think Huntley is more valuable to the Ravens than any other team as a backup because he's the perfect Lamar Jackson backup because you don't change your offense whatsoever. Um, so no, I, I don't think that, you know, it, it's not like he came in and had a Matt Flynn game. You know, he's played yeah. good, but it's, you know, he played good in the system. So if you trade for Huntley, you basically have to adopt that system, which means you got to go get Greg Roman. And yeah, I just, I think there's too many ifs and thens and he'll be a fun guy to trade for on Madden. But I don't think in real life it happens. Yeah, no, I I agree. I just wanted to see what your opinion was. I followed a thread on Twitter the other day of a huge of a huge trade for Huntley thing. So, anyways, um, all right. Last game, we are the same. Uh, The difference is, is you made your pick one hour before mine, and I already got a better spread than you. So, uh, love to see that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. I mean, it's 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 a point, but yeah, it's a point. But no, but still um we will play with your line we will play with my line so the line is minus seven for the green bay packers over the cleveland browns uh green bay i mean they're firing all cylinders their their team is just really really good uh this two-headed monster system that they got at running back is furious for fantasy owners but amazing for real football um aaron Rodgers what favorite to win the MVP again right now because of the way he's the way he's been playing. Other people haven't been. Um, so you love to see that defense is playing lights out and I'll just say it here. Uh, Browns can be super, super thankful that the Jaguars are a shit show. And like the storyline is all urban Meyer. Cause if it wasn't for urban Meyer, everybody would be talking about the, the Browns of like, what the fuck is going on? And yep. they're the same Brown. They're the same old Browns. I mean, like, they had they finally have this roster and this team that should be winning the division and was supposed to be fighting for the number one overall seed. And right now they're fighting to get over 500. Right. And they're still I mean, they're not out of the division race by any means. But, uh, you know, the, the loss this past weekend really does hurt. Um, I'm also taking Green Bay. I actually had it at eight and I was confident in Green Bay. So I love it at seven. I don't know if you saw the video from Aaron Rodgers today. But uh, I think he was on the McAfee show and he was talking how, well, you know, you can either come to historic Lambeau and in terms of the playoffs, you know, play here, or you can, you got to host the fucking Green Bay Packers. So it seems things are pretty good in the locker room right now. Uh, with Green Bay, a happy Rogers is good for everybody in Cheeseheadland, And this team's rolling right now. Uh, like you said, the two headed monster of AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones are throttling opposing defenses and Cleveland just, Quite frankly, hasn't looked that good lately. Um, I also won with the amount of players they had out with COVID. We've seen when players come back, 
it does take a little acclimation period. Uh, we saw it with the Dolphins. You know, Miles Gaskin didn't get the lion's share. It was Duke Johnson time and a couple other players. So it'll be curious to see how soon those players can get back this week to practice and what kind of reps they can get in prior to the game. Otherwise, this might be another, you know, mix between starters and practice squad guys uh, filling out the lineup. And that's never what you want to have when you're playing a team like Green Bay, who, I mean, we can just basically say it. They're going to be the number one seed in the NFC. Yeah, they absolutely are. Um he didn't look great yesterday against um, the, the Raiders, and I, I get it. And, like, short – you know, I shouldn't even say short week. It's honestly a long week for him. Um, but, like, not knowing, like, who's going to play, who wasn't going to play. But, dude, I love – I like Dick, Nick – I almost said Dick. Nick Mullins? Nick Mullins. So, I really, really like him. I, I think they said it on the broadcast. But when you get down to your third-string quarterback – it's basically like, dude, please don't completely botch the game. And I didn't, I thought he played good, you know, for the situation he was in, practice squad getting called up, and it's like, you know, hey, just don't lose us the game. I thought he, I thought he kept a minute. Once they finally let him push the ball downfield a little bit, it really helped. But uh, you know, for having no receivers besides Najoku, and you know, everybody in the entire galaxy knew that Chubb was going to get the ball on carries. I thought Mullins did fine. I think he played himself into a backup job next year. Totally. Yeah. I I'm a fan. And like, and honestly, it should be a backup job here. Like, I think that like he he thrives and, and he proved it in San Francisco that like he thrives in this style of offense that's really the the play action rollout mm, complimentary like, football. Yeah. You know, like that type of stuff, like with his with his, you know athletic ability i think that it just fits so anyways i just wanted to say that like i just i really like the way nick mullins plays to be honest so anyways um that does it for us there so those are our five nfl games each so we might as well just dive into some do some parlays parlays. so um we'll just start off with let's start start off with our classic like usual um any any certain ones that really of your picks that really stand well, tell out? You, um, I think we can we will damn near fill this with the ones we got matching. So if we take you know uh, we, we both got Western Michigan against Nevada. Yep. Uh, we both got Houston. We both got Houston. Yeah. Both got Houston versus Auburn, and then uh, Green Bay and Cleveland. Yep, that's three. Who do 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 do? We need two more. So we got probably need one more college, one more. Uh, for sure, need one more NFL. Are there any of your NFL? I guess the really only one would be the Chargers by nine. Are you in love with that game? No. Okay. Well, which one do you I'm like? Good between with, I like your Colts one because again, okay. I was going to take I was going to take that one anyways. All right, let's let's throw that in. Okay, cool. Um, so I am good with. Jeez, I mean, we're, we're going to end up using one of mine multiple times because of our overs. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, so which over is your favorite? Probably. I'm going to say my favorite over is probably the. Yeah. Oh, man. Actually, I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was gonna say they're all, they're all, they're all right there. Yeah, they're um, all right there. They all have the, they all have their little bit of risks, which I totally recognize. Which, um, because the problem is, is Detroit. Is you brought up the Florida? golf course. 
Um, I don't know, but I do love that Florida UCF one. I, think I was just going to say, if that game's in Florida, it's the, I think it is. It is. It's in St. Petersburg. It's at Tropicana Field. Okay, then we're taking that one. Yeah, that is that is the battle for best team in Florida. Oops. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. So we're going to do that. We're going to just piggyback off of that and put that one in the over, in our all overs one as well. Um, and then what else do we got? You have an over on 44 and a half for Cincinnati Baltimore, which I like. Yep. Um, we are going to take the over 44 in Kansas City and Pittsburgh and just pray that some things happen for us. There. Pray that some guys get healthy. All right. Uh, really like the overs. Air Force Louisville. There you go. There's one. So do I. So do I. Like that one. Okay. And then we can take okay. one. Any any of them but ball stakes. I have the under in that game, and I don't want to yeah. read against myself. No, totally for sure. I'm just trying to decide if I want to do another college with Mississippi State, Texas Tech, or if we want to risk the 42 and a half with Detroit and Atlanta. W- which one do you prefer? Because oh I, I understand. I understand the golf like, thing is very scary. I feel like the safer one is definitely Mississippi State, but I love rooting for Dan Campbell. Yeah. So it's a real, it's a real issue for, uh, I think the safe one is Mississippi state though. Um, okay. Let's do, let's do the Mississippi state one. Yeah. I, I, I have, like, oh, we're trying to win. We're trying to win. We're so. trying to win here. Yep. So, okay. So repeat here, Western Michigan minus seven at Nevada, Houston plus two and a half versus Auburn green Bay Packers minus seven versus Cleveland Colts plus one and a half at Arizona over 55 and a half Florida UCF and then all overs again, Florida UCF over 55 and a half. Then we have over 44 and a half with the Bengals and Ravens over 44 with the chiefs and Steelers over 55 and a half with air force and Louisville. And then over 59 and a half Mississippi state, Texas tech. So those are our two parlays um, before we sign off here. What is the update on the UTSA game that's going on right now? The overhit, uh, and it overhit, looks like I am not. It looks like they are not going to cover two and a half. They are not going to cover two and a half. It looks like what, I mean, it, it. It could. It could. It could. But it, it looks it like they, they are having a lot of trouble stopping San Diego State here in second half. Yeah, but what does that I'm mean? Just, it means yet again we go four and one in our overs parlay. <laughs> that is what that means. <laughs> that's six weeks in a row, people. Six weeks in a oh row. Oh my god! I see. This is the worst part. Is so the one we lost was Tennessee Pittsburgh, and I completely blame that on Julio Jones, thousand percent. Yeah, son of a bitch. I actually saw a very funny tweet today. Of have you seen like you know like like the guys like it's any barbecue place like real good barbecue place, but it's usually guys that are like on the side of the street and they like have like the turkey boat, you know, the turkey leg and they go like yeah. this and they just shake it and it falls off. Like it was like somebody was like Julio's anytime, anytime Julio gets a pass to him, his hamstring and it just throws it off and I just bust up laughing. Oh my it god, that's really funny. Yeah, I loved it. So, anyways, do we get a Christmas miracle and break the six week streak so. of Ford one? I hope so as well. I really, really do. So, um, but speaking of Christmas, hope you all have a great Christmas week, Christmas vacation, Christmas, everything, spend time with friends and family. Um, we'll be back next week. Like Dan said, it's, it's time for it next week. We're talking, we're going to be talking Rose bowl. We're going to be talking all the new year six. We're going to be talking college playoffs and there's going to be a lot of betting going on. So yeah, um, tune and, in and listen to me talk myself into betting on Cincinnati. 
It'll be great. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let you do that. I'm just not gonna let you. But I, I might. I might. Wait. Oh, yeah. I, I might talk you into betting into Cincinnati. No, <laughs> that's fair. That is fair. So, anyways, we appreciate each and every one of you. Merry Christmas! And tonight we've been talking football.